right, so you say singing is like some, uh, this is episode 48. It's like uh, Miel uh, Sabar del Fundo, like a honey background flavor. Well, like, what if I did that for the podcast, you know? Because uh, Hamos Idio, you know, we've been doing this for a while. Like Monta, Mosta, Nesa, Mayonnaise. Like, what if I, do any podcasts have mayonnaise, you know? My, you know, or aguacate. You see, geez, that podcast comes with uh, avocado. And you say, well, it's digital avocado. Well, how do you get in there? Well, pretend. Like aguasabe, like the taste of water. You know, this is, making this podcast for real is a day total la vida, lifelong thing. Uh, but I'm no, you know, I don't have a holly, like a, a halo when I do this. I just do my best. But, you know, I'm trying to figure out, like, you know, one of the keys of podcast is to calm and say, stay calm. Piazza Euro, like I swear, every piece, uh, I don't know, I don't know, I guess I don't swear, but it's like I try to make a, it's a, like a deal we have, you know, here. What else? It did. It, 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 to be honest, like uh, the translation this week's a little different. So, but ampolleta, like a bottle of uh, snooze. This podcast open you you can open up. Siendo, uh, you know, being uh, respire profundo. That's the key. One of the keys to breathing deeply to life. Really, respire profundo. Uh, I don't know if it, oyendo, it helps your hearing. But, you know, you got to say, like, when you breathe deeply and you concentrate on the breath, for me it says, acá nos vemos. Here we are. Respire profundo. You know, here we are in the present. For me, the present is the story swamp. Uh, but not, it's not a seo, it's not a place of cleanliness, you know, it's a swamp. I said, when I sat down to do this podcast, I decided, well, should I do a sleep podcast or should I do a Aspiradora Revise podcast, a, a vacuum cleaner review podcast? And, you know, I sat in my thinking place uh, for uh, Trace Diaz, the Seo Trace. I sat on the toilet for three days thinking about it, and, you know, with this lit down. And I said, KBN, uh, Rompio, uh, De Jaime Bear. You know, let me see what I'm going to do. Which back I should do because I'm broke. And then I said, uh, actually, bird landed on my window. It said, KBN Piano. Like, how about a little of that fine piano? And I said, I don't play the piano, bird. And so it flew away. And uh, Desparo Passando, it, 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 it shot off and go, going away. And then the, a squirrel came by. I said, Zuzge y Paspaso. And they said, I'm sorry, Judge and Step, is that what you said, squirrel in Espanol? And they said, so then I started dancing in my bathroom. And I danced out of my bathroom. Uh, then I saw a chipmunk who said, Puedo pasar, you could pass uh, a salvo. And I said, this is some sort of dream about my future salvo la vida. I said, you saved the life. 
I said it could pass, uh, saving the life. Okay. Don't, and then the bird flew back as I was dancing down the street. It said, Adelante, ahead, El Grano. Uh, you'll get straight to the point. And I said, okay. And then uh, a kid pointed at me. And it said, uh, parte cigales, you equal parts. Uh, and I said, okay. And then they said, apoyo, support for. And I said, this sounds like the ending of Sesame Street. Support for Sesame Street comes with. Uh, and I said, what else? And then I noticed Sino Hefe, so I butted heads with the tree. I, don't, I guess I don't know if the tree had a head, more of a trunk, butted trunk and head. I said, can I go be in, uh, uh, like me? No, no, is that right? Butt heads. Uh, can I go be in? And I said, what? I said, good, what? Uh, and they, and they said, para lo problema. This is a problem for me, butting heads. Tick-tock, ticking, you know, ticking. Uh, and they kept dancing, and I wondered, Lejos, how far do I have to dance before I get an answer? Because uh, Ubo, there was uh, uh, mar- Maratones de Lado, Marathon's aside. And then another, uh, some sort of small mammal said, Kagemire Rodarone. Uh, looks get surrounded. And I said, that is uh, Enojado Promoto, Prometo, an angry promise. Looks get surrounded. Kagemire Rodarone. Uh, I said, is there a Paul Simon song, Rotorone? Or is that Kodachrome? And the squirrel shrugged its, shrugged its shoulders at me. And he said, well, that is an angry promise. Poor un lado. On the one hand, you know, I've lived my life as a asalata, an isolated island. For You know, even when I'm around people, you know, I try to close that island right out. Uh, tanto es, ese te gusta, you know. But so you like... Uh, Oh, no, this is another bird. So it's Segura Porfa, so you like insurance? Uh, and they said, what are you, selling insurance? And the bird said to me, Demoro, it takes me, Levante, to lift open uh, a breer, Levante, a breer, Demoro, Levante, a breer, ducha, like to lift open the shower, uh, dentro bolas, uh, and they said, you need me to lift up a shower that's full of balls. And I knew it was a dream because they said, well, how much does that pay? And they said, Cabrando Borarlo. And he said, you're gonna, I'm charging delete. And they said, you, Alguna Pisa, you need to get a clue. And he said, clearly I do. Uh, Reamos, the regimes of these small mammals, uh, and I said, well, all I can do is deseo, wish uh, for an answer. And then immediately, uh, a, a, like, a, it was like a floating, like it was like, a, it was a chipmunk with wings. It said, deseo, you, you, you wish? What do you wish for? And I said, a leche de soya filtro, a soy milk filter. 
And the, the, the fairy chipmunk said, what's that? And I said, well, how about this, Katara? Could you, could you help map me where I am, which universe I'm in? Uh, but, of course, it said Troy Lugar Kierda. And I said, Troy is in the left place. And then I said, Gafas uh, Akaba. And I said, just glasses, Grano, wheat glasses. And then, of course, I, I didn't realize I was wishing at that point. But then I got a pair of wheat glasses, the glasses made of wheat. And they were terribly itchy. And, I, and I, don't, I said, I don't even need glasses that I'm aware of. And then they said, Los Hechos Pago, the payment's been made. I said, no, 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 this isn't my payment. I wanted a map to get out of this universe, not wheat glasses. And then uh, I think it was a ground squirrel who gave me Borarlos, a key. And that was like one of the funniest things. I think I told this, this is a real world like when jokes happen, I worked with this guy, and he had an Apple a Mac, and his delete key went missing. His delete key was deleted, and he had to go to the Apple store to get a delete key. And I still find that one of the funniest real world. And all his other keys and his keyboard were there, but his delete key was gone. I still find that. I said, that is a succulent uh, turn of events, uh, missing a delete key. No one else appreciated it like I did. And then all the, at this point, I was surrounded by squirrels and stuff. I think they wanted to eat my wheat glasses, though. But I said, well, thanks for the delete key. Quinta Util, does it have any other useful features? Like, can I delete this universe and get back to my own? And they said, Confiar, Confianza, trust and confidence. I said, in the glasses or the delete key? And they said, yo invito. One of them did. I said, I invite you to eat a cafe. I ask you for coffee. And he said, I don't, I, no offense. Just, I don't know what, I, what squirrels have for coffee, and I don't want to find out really because uh, it just sounds, uh, and they said, dense, eh? And I said, I am dense. Yes, you're right. I am a bit dense. De Galle, de, de, de Galle. Uh, they said, tell me I'm dense. I said, you just did. And then Rapidos, and I said, well, I'm not fast. I said, I can be. And then they said, Impresa. And I said, business. I said, let's talk business. Yes. And they said, Perdidas. And I said, yes, most of my business involves uh, uh, losses. And they pointed to the tree, though. And they said, oh, yes, uh, Bolorando, losses of leaves. They're assessing the leaf losses. And I said, okay, that's interesting. Uh, Fue policia, that w- w- are you the leaf police? And they said, no, you're the leaf police. And I said, oh, boy, okay, um, that'll be interesting. Perfil, what's the profile of the leaf police? What do we do? And they said, Sucio, first, and I said, oh, well, I don't consider, I said, isn't, I guess if it's, uh, like, isn't that uh, bio, biomass, isn't leaves good? And they said, Testigo, and I said, I need to be a witness to the loss of leaves. Okay, that's confusing. I don't know if, uh, 
uh, in Koha. This would be what I would choose. Kon Siganaba. Uh, but I, I guess these leaves could be my granddaughters, as you can. Oh, Nieta, his granddaughter. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, <laughs> I guess I got confused about it. Uh, but I, yeah, I think the leaves were my granddaughters. And I said, La oil, the oil. Like, one day will these be, uh, uh, what is fossil fuels? Uh, and I said, I cannot Nieta, right? I can't refuse this. Uh, and they said, Rodante, we're rolling now. And he said, is this a movie? Like, The Last Policeman? I'm the Leaf Policeman? And they said, possibly. I said, well, I don't know if The Leaf Policeman has a good, as good a, uh, like, that's high concept. The last policeman is high concept. Leaf policeman. And then they all cracked up because they pointed at the leaves. And I said, well, it's a concept that's high. Or a concept someone that was high would come up with. They said, are all you rodents, uh, do you mind if I call you rodents? I said, are you all high? And they said, Rayar, flow, Adentros, himself. Estuvo, and he said, "Is this? Are these?" I said, "Is this my cue?" And I said, "There I was on the leaf beat, ten years on the leaf beat, busted down. Used to be chief of leafs. I accept, oh, I had to accept my new role as a on the leaf, the leaf checking. Uh, Los Hoyos Lejos. I kept my eyes away from everything else, away from the selva, the jungle, just on the, you know, street, street tree leaf patrol. You know, I could, De Harles, I couldn't leave. Uh, Inya, it is what it is. But, you know, when you're a leaf patrolman, you know, there's riesgos, there's risks, like slipping on a leaf, uh, mostly from abogados, lawyers, uh, that's a, but you know, when I do leaf patrolling, Kalo Haga, I do it slow. Uh, Despacio, you know, I do it slowly. Uh, if I need to, I'll say, Sientese in the Pago, sit down in the leaf payment room where I get paid in leaves. That's the one of the other downsides. Uh, but Dejo, you can't run, uh, you know, from your fate. Uh, 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 even though I'm coy, it's not my fault uh, that I'm solterra, single. I'm the mo- you know, in, ever since I started doing, it, I had mucho mas facile, you know, more leaves on my face. Uh, That's what I do now. That was my fate. Uh, there's always a buena razón, a good reason. But it was only a dream, you know. That was on the leaf policeman. Okay. Good night. All right, so we're talking episode 48 of Metastas News. Opens with a McNugget and an orangish uh, nacho sauce. Too orange. And we're told this in Madrid, Spain. Uh, they talk about fructosia, fructose. Uh, then there's a white sauce that's being sampled. Uh, there's a guy sta- alone at a table. Uh, he's in a suit. He has a ponytail. There's a team of people in lab coats facing him. Uh, the guy with the ponytail and suit looks a little bit like Werner Herzog, our great, the great director and uh, movie maker, storyteller. 
Uh, man, I, I have great affinity for my brother. Absolutely loves him. M-A-Y-O-N-A-I is what I wrote. Tartar. And then guac, question mark. Aquasave. What does that say? I think that's what it says. Aquasave. Mana, tartar, guac, aquasave. Uh, looks not great. And then we have ketchup. The science guys look nervous. A woman walks in. She tells the guy in the ponytail, Werner Herzog, she says, uh, cops are here. So then he tells the science guys to hit the road. He takes one last nugget out of the fishbowl. The nuggets were in a fishbowl, and he eats it. And then he thinks, and he walks through a modern business headquarters, HQ. That's why I said headquarters, because I was supposed to say HQ, headquarters. Those polio signs getting taken down. We see it's Madrigal. Uh, he goes into his office. The cops are looking at pictures of him and Goose. Uh, he goes in the restroom, locks himself in the restroom, refuses to come out. And I think the episode opens. Then we have Jose freaking out on the phone with Walt. Walt is crushing something. Something. What, I said. Uh, Jesse runs around his place nuts. Walt is crushing nuts. That's what I thought at first. Then he goes to throw out the real stuff away, but he hides it in a socket. Then he shows up at Jose's house, and they're going to search for the uh, the stuff. As a page change. They search his place top to bottom. Walt High had hidden it in the vacuum. There's really good music. Siri didn't know what the music was. I asked her. Uh, then there at the end of the day, Walt asks a few questions about what about the vacuum. It is BN in there. Oh, it is in there. Uh, KBN in Casito. Is that what that says? Walt flushes it, breathes relief. Jose cries. He balls on the floor, feels so bad. And Walt tries to talk him down. Paso, oh, paso. Uh, Walt, Mario, and Jose meet at Mario's place. They have some kind of uh, offer for Mario. New cook. They're going to do a new cook. Uh, Mario would have some role, and he's like, oh, hell no, I don't want anything to do with this. He even says, tick-tock, 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 Walter. Mario says that they leave him. And we see Henry in a suit. He meets Gomez at the DPA office. He's all happy. Still has his cane. Henry's an employee because he doesn't get buzzed in. Uh, Henry asked Gomez to carry his case and help him, which was a double exclamation point, really advanced uh, for Henry to ask for help. Uh, they have a meeting with Madrigal staff. There's a smooth guy there running the uh, operation. There's a nervous woman, Lydia. The smooth guy, I think his name was Kristoff. And at the end of the scene, there's some mystery music. 
Uh, then we have Walt having some family time. He says, ciao, baby. Junior heads out. Uh, Cielo won't get out of bed. Then Henry and his bro, Henry and Gomez and the boss, uh, the head of the operation, they drink and celebrate triple question mark. The boss apologizes. Uh, then they try to guess why Hector Salamanca and Gus, you know, and Henry has a theory. This is interesting writing. I don't remember. Mario's at a jazzy lunch spot. So they put a jazzy lunch spot. There's no way that could be any other word other than jazzy. Lydia's there in a disguise. They really put jazzy lunch spot. That's weird. I don't remember anything jazzy about it in my mind, but maybe it was a jazzy lunch. What is a jazzy lunch spot? It's about lunch spot with jazz. Uh, that, that simple. Or it could, I mean, it could be metaphorically jazzy, but I wouldn't know what that means. Uh, Lydia's there in the disguise. Uh, she is a pan to order, a pain to order food or something. Big hassle. Uh, Mario sits with her. He tells her to chill. The waitress, no, the waitress is all no Mario. Mario wants Lydia's attention. She asks what happened to Gus. She has a list of people that could cause them trouble. Lydia has an idea, and Mario does not buy it. The laundry guy they talk about. Mario tells her this is not the movies, Lydia. And then Mario pays for their food, and Lydia frowns. Uh, then we're at the DPA. Mario's looking for Henry. Then he sees someone he knows, uh, says hi, but makes the guy nervous. Uh, Mario goes into an interview with Henry and Gomez on camera. He gives up. On, he says, I don't need a lawyer. They talk about his job, something. They crack Henry up. Uh, they know about his old job as a cop. Ten years as a cop. Policia. Tell us what happened as a cop, they say. Uh, this was more than chicken. Mario says he knows nothing. I guess I'm really learning some Spanish because I did not. Goma says, you want to do it hard or you want to do it easy? Henry holds out his hands. That was actually Mario that held out his hands. He said, are you arresting me? They said, no. And they said, for now, something. Oh, and then Henry says, oh, wait, one more thing. Uh, what about all that double money sign in the bank? And then we get some, you know, movement within the scene. You know, they both get up and start walking around Henry and Gomez and I really like this scene a lot just because of the way the police work. I mean, even though it's fictional, how they waited till Mario was going to leave. So Henry and Gomez, they try a new bit about the money, and they ask him. Mario says, I still know nothing. They're like, well, it's $2 million in there. And Henry kind of taunts him, we're going to take that money. Who's it for? And Mario does not like this, but Henry keeps at it. But Mario does not crack. He says, no say, and he rolls out with his sunglasses on, and Henry grimaces. And then we have a meeting with Walt and Saul and Jose Miguel, meeting about cooking crystal. Walt's not happy about it. Saul has no chance to talk. 
Uh, Walt does this premature interrupting every time Sal tries to say something. No, no, no. And then finally Sal says, point of order. And he stands, he tries to pitch this idea, but Walt's still like, no. Then we have Mario and his niece or his granddaughter. They're playing patty cake. A call comes in from Carlito. She plays with a plush horse. Carlito's worried he's under duress. Uh, so Mario goes over there. He goes to the door. And there's a guy on the lookout for him. So he uses the plush horse, which can talk. as a decoy. Gets a drop on the guy. And then Carlito and the guy, they say, well, just, we're going to go live at that fancy farmhouse. And then speaking of super, super fancy houses, Lydia lives in one. She's getting milk and cookies for her daughter. Mario rolls in. He says, are you behind all this, Nadia? Lydia? Or Nadia, I don't know. And she begs for Mario. And he says, well, can you give me some methylamine? So then Mario calls Walt. He says, you want to make a deal? Uh, and Mario makes a deal. Uh, and then there's bells tolling, very ominous bells tolling in the background. Uh, Cielo's in bed. She's still awake. She's thinking. Walt rolls in all chipper. She just stares right at the nightstand. There's something there. It's out of focus. Walt's all loving, like trying to warm up the oven almost. And she's definitely thinking about something, feeling strong emotions. And she's just frowning and staring, and Walt just keeps at it, keeps chattering. And the scene comes to a close. The episode comes to a close, too. Okay. 5-2. Does that mean 52? Manual. Two yellow soap. Honey mustard is a... Three by 14%. We're quite pleased. In this one, he was eating tater tots. In the last one, I thought he was eating uh, chicken McNuggets. And they say French, half French, half ranch. They put Mary Katie, Mary Edie, question mark. Mary Cordy, any thoughts on French? And they say Cajun kick ass which is a new form of barbecue, 4% more smoke or smoky. And the last is essentially ketchup. And so this was similar. The gentleman was a little bit older in Breaking Bad. He did not look like Werner Herzog. And uh, he pushes uh, something away, ace away, grace away. I thought it was like a fishbowl or like uh, the nuggets the tater tots were in. I don't know if tater tots, I'd like to be interested as tater tot, the ultimate uh, flavor delivery system. I don't know, because he, he keeps eating the taters uh, by themselves without the flavor. He's very quiet. Everyone else is very tense. All, there's all these food scientists there in their lab coats. Uh, then a woman comes in. She says, Mr. Schuler, they're back. Three this time. So he shows the food chemist the door. Whisker stays. I don't know what that means. Whiskey, whisk, whisker, stays, have, shen, walk. Oh, that was the names. Okay, so after, okay, got this. I figured this out. 
So after uh, after he he like leaves his the food lab uh, the flavor lab, he walks to this corporate headquarters and two of the names of the restaurants like that it's a corporate headquarters, and you see like one of the names of the restaurant is Whisker Stays, which is like a catfish restaurant maybe. I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, is there, or is it catfish enough for a restaurant? Like, could you, or I guess it could be a fish stop, but it's like whiskers. I don't, I don't associate whiskers with good food. And then there was how Shen Wok, uh, then Burger Matic, which in, it seems, uh, fortuitous, uh, since this was like made like maybe 10, 15, not, not, not 10, six years ago. And then they're pulling down the Los Pollos Hermanos sign. Next one I can't read. Trodega upstairs. Trudges. He trudges upstairs uh, to go see the police. He's, he's, the, the police are looking at a photo with Gus. It seems like they're in Europe somewhere. Uh, just because of the police uniforms. They were very European. And he says, yes, Miss Trommel. Uh, Mr. Schuler's in the restroom. Inspector Kuntz. Uh, he says, hey, M- Mr. Schuler, I want to talk to you. And he says, I'm using the restroom with the auto flush. We have a European auto flush here, which is, I guess, that's a, is that a punchline of a joke? European. If you're in the restroom, you'd be, if you're European, you'd be using auto flush, you know. Or maybe not in California. You say, well, I don't know. They say, well, I don't know if I'm flushing, you know. If you're European, you, and, and that becomes, a, sometimes people get irritated. They come here, where I go places, they say, well, you don't flush the toilet? And they say, well, sometimes they say, I, I debate it, you know. And if this is your home, I'll respect your toilet flushing ritual, probably, maybe, if I remember. But not necessarily. Even at home, I can't be said to be consistent about it. But you know, you, you have to you have to at least be aware. I mean, there's all that freaking water in there, right? So, what is that European? And then the episode opens not with the European punchline, uh, but with Mister Schuler with the auto flush. Uh, next up, we see an image of salt. Uh, the record. Uh, Recording, what does that say? Just, oh, yeah, okay, so this was an interesting scene because uh, we see Salt and we're seeing Walt, but w- the audio we're hearing is like sounded like a recording of a Jesse and Walt phone call. So the audio was kind of detached from the scene. And they're talking about the missing cigarettes and Walt uh, is overthinking. And there's no noise. It's just them talking, just the audio only. And he's like, "No, no, no! It's not in your locker." Jesse's all stressed. I can't. I can't. I gotta find this, this cigarette. And Walt's like, "I'm sure it got thrown out or, or taken out to the lab." Uh, but then ends up Walt uh, saved the cigarette. You know, he was holding the cigarette, holding on to it. Uh, then there's a montage of uh, Walt and uh, and Jesse cleaning Jesse's apartment. And it's a pretty 
And it was a scene that had stuck with me that I, I, I definitely remember, like the stuff with the Roomba and the music and them just cleaning from top to bottom. Uh, the song playing, according to when I asked Siri what's playing, she said it was Stay on the Outside by Whitey. Uh, one thing I noticed this time watching it was that Jesse had, I thought this was strange. I mean, maybe it was Brock staying with him. But he had a, a giant box of crayons, or crayons, crayons. And, uh, you know, they said, that's weird, because uh, he's got this giant box of crayons. I said, Jesse, does Jesse do any coloring? And this, again, was, uh, maybe this was uh, prescient, to use another vocabulary word, because uh, now we have the big adult coloring movement. Everybody's coloring to relax. Like, was Jesse already coloring? Is there any scene? Maybe there are scenes of him coloring. Here's a question. Would you, a question for Walt and Jesse. Who colors? You know, that's, I guess that's a little trait, like coloring with inside lines. I would want to know more who outlines and then colors in the lines, you know. Like, what sort of shading do you do? I don't know, do you trace trace the lines? Do you trace them in the same color you're coloring the inside? Not too worried about coloring inside or outside the lines uh, as much as your method. And then the results, of course. And say, hey, good job, great coloring. Great job, Jesse. Or just a shot. I would love to to be an observer of Walt and Jesse coloring. That would be pretty funny if they were coloring next to each other. Uh, you know, Jesus, if you're thinking about, you know, doing one one scene, you know, Vince, if you're listening, which I know you're not, but uh, how about a shot of Walt and Jesse coloring? You say, what have they been up to? And he said, well, did you watch the end of the, you should know, you know, Walt's, uh, and he said, well, it's a, a fan, it's just something I'm interested in observing. It could be a flashback. And you say, well, why would they be coloring again? Well, I guess it could be a downtime. They could have been. Like it could be a scene we missed where there's there's nothing going on and they're so bored uh, they decide to color. I could see that happening. Who would start coloring first, Jesse, for sure? He'd be like, well, if you want to just, like the power went out, there's no TV, no radio. So then they start coloring. And then the Roomba, Roomba comes by and Walt says, what the heck is that? And Jesse says, my Roomba, I already checked it. And Walt's like, when? Like a week ago. This would have been back when uh, the Roomba, you know, I don't know. And they said, geez, is this product placement? I mean, it was a nice product placement if it was a week ago. And, of course, he says, well, just check it. And, of course, there's an intact cigarette in there. And Walt plays the rescue man, sweeps in, uh, and says, okay, let me let me take care of all this for you, Jesse. And then Walt's like, woof, boy, I'm beat. Uh, I could use a drink. And uh, uh, meanwhile, Jesse's totally on edge. And then Jesse gets really upset out of guilt because he is uh, like, Walt, I can't believe I thought you were behind all this, uh, that you were the mastermind. And Walt's like, this, Walt totally praise on this opportunity. He says, this is what happened for the best. Uh, I wouldn't change a thing. You and I working together, having each other's backs, uh, it saved us. 
And then the, then the other shoe drops. He says, I want you to think about that as we go forward. And Jesse literally looks back and like a total, uh, he says, he says, go forward where? And Walt, Walt, Walt was also giving Jesse a back rub while he's doing this. He's totally like, uh, like winning Jesse back. And then we see Mike's fridge, uh, and there's a drawn picture of Mike. This is my pop pop. Love Kaylee. Uh, inside Mike's fridge is Ensure, uh, the nutritional supplement, beers, and jugs of that fake juice, which I literally craved after I saw this, with the foil top. Uh, it's like the same thing they put in, like, Otter Pop, Freezy Pops, I think. Mike's watching an old movie. I couldn't figure out what movie it was. Uh, some naval movie. And there's a knock at his door, and it's Walt and Jesse, and then they, they sit down at the, uh, oh, I think it was, it was, maybe the show was about a naval captain, which maybe had some, uh, like, or maybe it was like uh, one of those ones where there's like an overthrow. Uh, but anyway, they say, hey, we're here to talk partnership, uh, equal partnership, you, me, and Jesse. And he's like, what? And well, you know, this is big business, man. Money to be made. Jesse and I, but we need your help. Uh, we'll need a precursor. You know, you, you, you've got all the, uh, you check all the boxes, experience, connections. Uh, also, there was a cartoon on the fridge of something, a bam smash crash that Kaylee had uh, drawn. Drawn. And we'll say, you know, it's going to be big work, but less money, but larger cuts. Uh, uh, owners, not employees. And then Mike says, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, and then we get a really good scene here. I didn't write down the time, but, my, you know, Walt's like, well, I know we don't get along that great, but let's leave emotion out of this. And Mike says that he leans forward. It's really good. Even the table creaks. Great sound design here. Really good sound design. And he says, you're, you're trouble. You know, I'm sorry the kid here doesn't see it, but I do. You know, you're like tick, tick, ticking, and I don't want to be around when the clock goes out. Hey, Walt's totally oblivious. He says, okay, great. We'll sleep on it, and maybe you'll reconsider, but we're pressing on. Uh, in the meantime, we're pressing on. Walt, real... Reaches oh, and then Walt reaches out for a handshake, which is so awkward. And he has to think about it for a while. Uh, then you know, then they shake hands. Then we have Hank rolling into work. Gomez is there. He has a goatee. I said, does he have a goatee now? Is this the first scene where he has a goatee? Did they say, I say goatee, goatee. Uh, he goes down to meet Hank. He's like, what's up, bruh? And he's like, uh, you know, I came to see if you need any help. And he goes, well, I don't. Uh, he says, well, I don't. He goes, man, you're looking great. He goes, yeah, yeah but it's good. I'm working on it. Not exactly running any marathons. But he goes, you never ran any marathons anyway. And then he's like, what's up with these Germans? I think they even call them Krauts. They're like, oh, well, they came in. How'd they get here? And he says, a jet, like Oprah's jet. 
And he goes, is that, it's just a funny little, you know, real world discussion. He goes, is that the ones where the wings go up? Uh, and he goes, I think they all do that. And then they go up, a uh, boss has a drink. Uh, wait, is that the, I guess I didn't write down. Let me check here. But so then they have the meeting with the lawyers about Peter Schuler who ran Madrigal with the owner com- of the company. And he's like, we'll give you full cooperation. You know, I think he's a lone anomaly, but if not, I want to find out, uh, you know, if he isn't. Uh, so there's going to be this investigation. Then they are with their boss, uh, Gomez and Hank. And uh, Steve, Steve, uh, you could call him. And the uh, boss has a drink with Hank and Steve. They're drinking coffee cups. It turns out he's been fired. He's like, somebody's got to go under the bus. And then he has a really good thing because they say, geez, you know, I can't believe all this and everything that happened. And the laptop and, uh, you know, with Fring. And he, the boss, who was a wonderful actor, I don't, can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he says, I had him out to my house on the 4th of July. And he goes, we cooked in my yard. He goes, spring brought sea bass. And every time I grill it now, I make a little foil pouch, just like he showed me. And then, really important, he goes, the whole night we were laughing, telling stories, drinking wine. And he was somebody else completely right in front of me, right under my nose. And Hank has a look on his face, you know, like, uh, I guess he doesn't know he has a look, but he does. Uh, Then we see Mike, he's in a diner, reading the paper, drinking coffee. And a woman with glasses, I think she had a babushka on, comes in, and this is where we meet Lydia. And she's a bit of a handful. She's, they say, the diner, they say, what do you want? She goes, tea. I'll have some chamomile tea. They go, yeah, we don't have that. She said, bergam, bergam, whatever that is, Earl Grey, soy milk instead of dairy. And, you know, waitress says, yeah, we don't got that. She says, wow, you're really running me through my paces here. And she says, I guess I'll take an English breakfast. And then she says, we have Lipton's, pretty much all we got. And then she says, I'll take a hot water filtered with a single slice of lemon. And I'm assuming you don't have Steve yet, but never mind, I brought my own. And she's sitting back to back with Mike, trying to be all covert. But Mike's like, are you coming to me or am I coming to you? She's like, no, no, we'll talk like this. He goes, okay, I guess I'm coming to you. This is like more of the parental Mike, uh, uh, this calming Mike. Also on the table, there was an ad for funnel cake, funnel cake uh, fries. The napkin holder had an ad for funnel cake fries. And Lydia's kind of worried about this list of names. And Mike's like, you know, no, no, these are my friends. Uh, but Mike's also aware of her emotional state. So he's like, you know, stay calm. You know, these are my guys. Don't worry. And they're talking about the police issues, you know, how the police can trace them back. Uh, But Mike's saying, you know, don't worry about, you know, don't worry about it. I get it covered. He goes, we've uh, planned for this. Uh, They're going to be well compensated to stand up to the heat and keep their mouths shut. And they will. 
And Mike's like, that's how we're going to deal with this. You see, Mike has an affinity for the people he has an affinity for. And he says, okay, drink your hot water. I got to go. Then we have breakfast. Walt was at breakfast with Junior and the baby. A bowl of raisin bran is hard. He poured for Skylar. But she's still in bed. Walt tries to get her out of bed uh, to get to work. Uh, but she's like, I don't think I'm going to work today. He's like, come on, get up and go into the shower. Then we have Mike in the police station. He passes Mr. Chow. And then Mike meets with uh, Steve and Hank. Uh, the two cops. And it's a pretty long scene, but, but lots of, to, to, it kind of talked about a little bit, but they say, hey, Mr. Armentrout, is that right? You know, and they're like, you don't want a lawyer? He's like, yeah, no. And they're like, what do you work for? Los Polios. You know, I check the employees, uh, loss prevention. And, you know, you see Mike versus Hank, and Hank's kind of playing it smug, you know, smug Hank. And Mike's all business, but very at this point, very confident. And Mike has an answer for everything, even though, you know, he's not, he's like, I used to be a police officer, which now if you see Better Call Saul, you can get, you know, a taste of that. Uh, but then, uh, you know, he just says, I, know, I don't know what you're talking about. And they say, well, so then Steve's like, you know, this can go easy or hard. What do you think? And then Mike puts his hands on the table and stares at them. And it's a very cool scene. And he goes, you, did you forget your handcuffs or am I not under arrest? And they say, do you have any more questions or are you just going to accuse me of stuff? Because if I'm not under arrest, I'd like to leave. And you could state that to your camera. And they're like, Okay. But then as soon as Mike gets up to leave, everybody starts to they really work the room here as the, as the three of them. What does this say? Maybe Hank's fingers crossed. Uh, but they say, hey, what about one more thing before you go? This is, a, it was very good police, you know, faux police work. He says, what about that $2 million with your grandmother, your granddaughter's name? You know, they have all these secret or offshore accounts with related to people on the payroll. And I think we're, you know, and then one of them was Kaylee Armentrout, uh, 10 years old and cute as a button. And Mike starts to get really irritated. She had $2 million on deposit. And, uh, you know, Steve thinks that it was her running the whole operation, fifth, year, fifth grade girl. But I said, well, maybe it's her granddaddy. And they say, are you impressed? And they say, no, he's not impressed, Gomi. And then maybe he's picturing that the money's all gone. And then they say, what, what do you want us to call you, Mike or Michael? He goes, Mr. Armentrout. And then Hank goes, here's the thing, Mike. Uh, since you didn't touch the money, you know, you're not in trouble. But maybe some of these other guys did, and they're going to talk. And he says, maybe if you talk, Kaylee could keep some of that money. And Mike says, Geez, I don't know what you're talking about. Have a good day. Then we have another back-to-back good scene, or some good dialogue, great dialogue. Saul, Jesse, and Walter meeting at Saul's. There is a good scales of justice, and they're talking about setting up a new operation. Turns out Jesse called the uh, RV the crystal ship. Uh, but Walt's like, we know we got to find some new place. Saul, you need to find it. 
security against detection is paramount, but I don't want to drive. So you need to figure that out, and we got to get precursor. Uh, and then like, we need methylamine. And then Jess said, what about pseudo-cooking? And Will's like, no way. And, uh, like, uh, Sol's trying to weigh in here. Because uh, Will's like, Jesse, there's methylamine to be found. And he's like, I don't know. He goes, uh, but what if there isn't? And then Sol says, can I offer a thought? He goes, you know, you guys won the lottery. He goes, or what if a guy won the lottery? He goes, he doesn't keep buying lottery tickets. He spends the money and lives his life. And, he, and Saul's like, maybe you you should think about that. Like, uh, take the same advice. Uh, sail off into the sunset. And Walt gets really, he goes, what lottery did I win exactly? And uh, he goes, you, you beat cancer for starters. Uh, that's the Irish sweepstakes, we call it. And Walt's like, yeah, well, I'm living and I have no money. He goes, and I owe Jesse money. So I'm $40,000 in debt. Does that seem like an acceptable stopping point to you? There's gold in the streets just waiting for someone to come and scoop it up. But me, I should quit now? Jesse, too, I suppose. And, you know, he pull, pulls him in. Then we have Mike and Kaylee playing Hungry Hungry Hippos. Uh, Kaylee's paying double. And uh, he goes, I give up, you're too good. And then he gets a call. He's chow. He says, the DEA wants me to come back uh, and talk to me. And he goes, well, yeah, talk to your lawyer. And he goes, yeah, but the DEA took my money. I need that. Do you understand? He goes, I got to talk, uh, not on the phone. Mike says, I'll see you in a couple hours. Uh, but he could sense, you know, something was up. He drives up in his Chrysler. There's a cat on the path, so he puts a dancing pig on the door of the house, and then they see he sits down and talks with this guy there. Uh, and then we're at Lydia's like apartment house, which is very high end. She her daughter's there with her nanny, brushing her hair. Mike has a meeting with Lydia. They make a deal on methylamine, and we kind of see how important Lydia's daughter is to her. I, I, I guess like I, I don't know where this is going. I forgot. So, and so Mike says, you know, geez, you got to get to methylamine, Lydia. And then Mike goes out to his car. He calls uh, Walt back, and he says, uh, are you still planning to move forward? He goes, yes, yes, I have. And then Mike says, they've reconsidered. I'm in. And Walt says, good. Uh, then we see Skylar is in bed. Walt rolls in. He's all chatty. He gets in bed with Skylar. He's like, oh, you missed a good lasagna, Sky. He goes, I wrap some up if you want it, you know, later. He goes, you know, it gets easier, you know, you're stressed. He goes, I promise you it does. I know you're worried about Ted and, and that stuff, but uh, what we do, we do for good reasons, and you've got nothing to worry about. There's no better reason than family. But her eyes were, like, full of sadness and fear, tears, and she says absolutely nothing the whole time. At the, towards the end, she almost tries to say something. But that's right when he says, you know, 
uh, we do it for good reasons and family's the best reason. And uh, then the episode comes to an end.